Welcome to the Innovative Learning Strategies Podcast, a resource to help improve your organization's learning and development efforts. Here are your hosts, Stephanie Hubka and Christina Eames. Hello, fellow innovators. I'm Christina Eames, owner of Eames Training. Hey, everyone. I am Stephanie Hubka, and I am the managing partner at Protos Learning. And today we are interviewing Mike Young on some really cool things. But before we get into that, Mike, share a little bit about, well, welcome and share a little bit about your background. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm very excited to be here with you all today. Um, You know, my background, it's, it's, it's spent mostly in banks, honestly. Uh, First nine years of my career were spent in bank branches. That's actually where I learned the most about how people think. Um, because man, mm. to get people to manage their money, you really have to get inside their heads. And, um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's true. And you really have to relinquish <laughs> a lot of control and just, you know, hope for the best. Um, but after those yeah. nine years, I moved into facilitation. So, you know, much of what I bring today comes from my uh, time. I spent five years training branch associates on soft skills needed to help them better serve the community they support. And, um, for the last three years, I've been focused on learning design strategy and delivery at an enterprise level scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and my specific focus has been on strength based development. And so I'm a Gallup certified strengths coach. Mm-hmm. I've been coaching individuals on achieving success through their strengths for the past five years. Um, Outside of that, I'm also a songwriting coach. I have a songwriting coach channel on YouTube. Wow. I'm a songwriter musician. I really just try to um, find all the ways to to uh, do what I love to do. Oh, I love that. The creativity oh. is fantastic <laughs> yes. there. Creativity, I mean, it just runs through your background. Innovation. <laughs> yes. Perfect timing. So before we get into the innovative strategy that you implemented, can you talk a little bit about the problem you identified mm. and what you wanted to Absolutely. To and so uh, <laughs> one of the biggest challenges, so the, the organization I worked at, uh, we were looking at around 70,000 uh, employees there. And mm. so you can imagine that's a big ship to, to steer. Yeah. And oh, yeah. one of the challenges we were facing uh, was with our people leaders helping them to kind of think outside the box when helping to develop their associates. Um, mm. You know, there, there's, there's very traditional, very clear cut development programs. How do we send them through training? But one of the pieces that we found was wanting was a lot of employees were reporting being coached, not even necessarily coached, being, being directed to change who they are, right? They were being given kind of the, um, be more like this. And, and the thing is, you know, with competencies, the competencies didn't support that necessarily, but they were left open enough to interpretation that an inexperienced or, or, or less, uh, a manager or a people leader with a little bit less, uh, uh, grasp of the right approach might translate the competencies as this is who you must be to be able to succeed at this Mm. organization. Um, And so one really what we were trying to do is how can we get folks to focus on how to use who they already are, right? Um, How do we lay out the specific measurable goals and then say, okay, now let's look at you, Stephanie, let's look at you, Chris, and say, what is it about Mm. you that will help you achieve these goals? And so that was really the big, the big challenge was belonging, inclusion, making sure that people felt Mm. that they were, when we talk about 
bringing your whole self to work, we're really talking about, are you allowed to be who you are? Are you allowed to use the tools in your toolbox every day? And that's what we were hoping to really help leaders to encourage in developing their associates. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. And I, I really want to hear about the approach, you know, what you yeah. did, how you, how you got into that. But the question I have before I think we even get there, how did you know that your team was ready for this? Because it sounds like mm. you're you, culturally, this is something you were really looking to do. You really needed mm -hmm. to move in that direction. What did it look like to prepare your team? Were they ready? Were they, you know, was innovation something that they seemed ready to embrace? Or did you find that there was any work you had to do there to kind of help them identify the problem, help them recognize that innovation was probably going to be in the cards? Well, the way the, that's a great question. And the, the way that the organization is set up is, um, I'm, I'm, I'm an, I was, my team was a number of steps removed from, from the people mm. that we were serving in the end. Right. And so there's different yeah. lines of businesses and they each have their own learning team. So really I had to get the buy-in of our learning teams, right? My team had to get the oh, buy-in wow. of our learning teams who could then support the rest of the organization. And so, um, Innovation is in the DNA of this company, right? And so, yeah, oh, yes, that's helpful. very helpful, fast moving company. <laughs> and so that, that helped. Um, I think the mm -hmm. other thing that really helped was this is an organization who loves assessments. And that was a clue, right? I mean, it was just like, Hey, can we take this? Hey, can we take this? Uh, we'll talk in a moment about the, the effectiveness of how they were used mm -hmm. and, and where we tried to see, sure. you know, help. Uh, uh, guide that there, shepherd that towards the right usage. Um, but yeah. innovation is definitely in the DNA of the organization. Um, always constant change was mm. a part of, of the company. And so that wasn't so much, um, against us. We actually had a lot working for us. I would say the biggest challenge oh, nice. was the size of the organization. And as I'll explain when we, when we talk mm. about the strategy, I think so, yeah. um, it's a culture shift and a mindset shift that we were after and changing yeah. hearts and minds a little bit different than teaching how to use this new uh, website or this new uh, UI, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's often an uphill battle exactly. right there. Exactly. <laughs> it, it helps when you have a culture that embraces change or at least is yes. prepared for it. Yeah. But it, it, it doesn't necessarily make yeah. it easy for people, especially mm -hmm. depending on what the ask is mm -hmm. going to be. So yeah. it's good to hear that you had some of those building blocks in place, but I'm sure that that also contributed to, you know, kind of what yeah. you had to do next yep. in yeah. terms of starting to yep. put things into place. Absolutely. Yeah. So take us through the process. Yeah, I'd love to hear what it. you yeah. implemented. How, how, how did yeah, you do it? Absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing I, I, I want to impress here is there is no silver bullet. And that's one of the things that we really had yeah. to strive, you know, as, as, as we're speaking, you know, the, the team uh, that I worked with is still striving to create a very powerful and robust leadership development um uh, uh toolkit leadership development journey um and so it's an ongoing it's an ongoing effort right mm -hmm. so this was just one right, leg yeah. in that and uh at this time is right around the time that uh you know Clifton strengths was being looked at to support leaders but until then mm -hmm. uh that is what we use is Clifton strengths is what we kind of leverage so if i take you back a little bit we identified 
Yeah. This organization loves assessments. I mean, left and right. Um, they were, uh, they, they, they were just, <laughs> Hey, we want to take this. And every time when we asked why we want to get to, we would just want to have a fun time getting to know each other. And I'm like, that's a happy hour. Like, like, you know, so (laughs) we really wanted to find like, okay, how can we really make this work? Because what we found was we did have a preferred assessment. Um, I won't name it here just because I do think it's a fantastic assessment, but I don't have, I don't think the, uh, the bandwidth and time right now to explain why it would work for some and not for others. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, no, but, uh, (laughs) but what we found was people were wrapped up. It had been around for 20 years. So it's one of those things that we were doing because we've been right. And folks were wrapped up at using it at a very surface level very surface level. Sure. Mm. And so we did want to start with assessments because we saw, look, you know, this is a cultural shift. So we can't start with, Hey, leaders develop your people like this. We have to start with, Hey, mm-hmm. people develop yourselves like this. Um, yes. and taking that really grassroots approach. And so we knew that the solution had to lie somewhere in leveraging assessments, but we didn't want to approach it as we're just going to be okay with you using this the way that you want to use it, we really need to shepherd them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the question was, how do we use assessments to help encourage belonging and individualized development? And um, again, this assessment that was around very easy to label and bucket people. Um, You know, you had people walking around calling themselves letters and colors and it didn't quite translate to the humanity, (laughs) the complexity of the humanity between us. Right. Um, Yeah. And, uh, with Clifton Strengths, we had recently, it, it was around. Clifton Strengths is a strength based assessment. Mm-hmm. And the focus is, if I were to put it succinctly, is uh, how do we help you focus on becoming the person you want to be simply by becoming more of who you are, right? Let's, let's look at who you are and let's magnify the heck out of that until you are using it for absolutely achieving success. And don't get me started on that. Cause this will be the longest podcast. It'll be the <laughs> longest podcast you've ever hosted. Um, <laughs> strength-based coach. I'm very passionate about this. Um, and it's worked for me. It's worked for me. And so um, Clips and Strengths was around in a smaller way, but it was very new and it was easily eclipsed by the other assessment. Um, so the first thing that we really wanted to focus on was removing the, well, first the data driven, right? We wanted to make sure that this was yeah. the direction we wanted to head in. So we did some research into the previous assessment. How are people using it? Um, we did surveys. We did, uh, uh, we looked at the, the levels of usage, even the job levels of who's using it. Uh, is it for individual purposes or for team purposes? And we found that. A, we came to the conclusion that a lot of people could not even recall their own results, let alone the people on their teams mm-hmm. as, as soon as 90 Ooh. days later. Um, yeah. We also found that it wasn't necessarily being used outside of the learning experience beyond, again, calling each other's letters and colors and, and not really going, what does yeah. that mean? You know, if, if I call you, sure. if I call you purple, I might have a very different understanding. I might be insulting you. Who knows? You don't know what I'm thinking when I say purple. You're purple. You're purple. That's you're, right, though. You're purple. You hear a lot of that. You're purple showing. Um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't quite, oh, no. doesn't quite track. That way. Well, that's not necessarily bad. Um, <laughs> exactly. And so um, based on that data, we sunset the other assessment. Now, that was its own entire process, mm-hmm. right? Getting the learning teams on board. Um, 
but we didn't say we're getting rid of this uh, and stay with us. We made sure that we had a sound transitional period there. And we said, we didn't say we're getting rid of this to replace it with this. We said, we have found something that's going to help your learners. We're talking to the line of business teams right now, the learning teams. We have found something that's going to help your people more. So we've laid out a strategy. We laid out uh, call savings was a helpful. I'm not going to lie. I'll be very honest with you all. If it's going to save money, it helps with the buy-in. And this transition... Hey, yep. that's part of innovation in some yep. cases. <laughs> this transition saves about $200,000 a year because Clifton Strengths is just a wow. very... It's much more reasonable. Incredible. Um, and so we did expect big blowback from our learners. Where did it go? Where did it go? None. None. And it just, it just fed wow. further into the idea that they just wanted something. Right. They just want, we had some people ask about like, Hey, where did this go? Uh, or Hey, can I have a session? We're like, well, now we're offering this. And they'd be like, okay. Right. It it was so (laughs) exactly. And I think it also confirmed that they wanted something. (laughs) They wanted something interesting to help them get to know each other. And so, um, that's, that's kind of the, the, that's the, the preamble, right. Of, of how did we, how did we kind of make space for this to come in? Um, Mm Moving forward, now we have the approach. How do we get Clifton Strengths into the hearts and minds, right? And how do we get people to start using it? Mm. So uh, we laid out a plan that involved a grassroots approach. Really, we know who's using these tools. We just want to make sure we're shepherding them towards using them correctly. Um, so we built a robust learning system, a, a learning portfolio to try to tackle. Uh, I'm very... um What's the word here? I don't know if there's one word for it, but uh, I don't want to say controlling, <laughs> but that might be it. That, that might be it. You're discriminating that, uh, choices. Strategic. I'll take that. strategic. I'll take strategic. Yes. yes. It's way better on a resume. <laughs> Discretionary. No. We get it. Um, we get it. <laughs> as Because of how passionate I and my team were about the subject matter and knowing that it, it's it's almost like when you, you're trying to get a child to eat f- their vegetables. You're like, I have to feed you good foods. Of course. That's how it felt. It's like, we, just, just please. Yes. You. Yes. They know I have you. Um, like, you know, and so, yeah. um, I think there was a, a lot of, a lot of that of how do we kind of shepherd them? And, and so we did a holistic approach. We had an internal, um, you know, online learning platform where we built these pathways where you could you know, start from here and like take you through taking the assessment, what now, but our focus was on the individual. We were not focused. Um, it's actually only recently that we shifted the focus towards how do we now support leaders now that this train is moving, how do we support leaders with keeping it on track? Yeah. But that's where we started. Nice. And we also introduced two courses to support the assessment meant to take in succession. Mm -hmm. It was understanding your Clifton strengths. And then we had a team workshop. So the initial course, ideally, they were built for teams to take both of them together as a journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we also offered the the intro course to everybody because not all teams, you know, this is a bank, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, you had folks who uh, are on the front lines, they're with, they're with customers, they're on the phones, teams can't step away for a two hour, three hour course all the time. Yeah. And so we did offer the introductory course and the pathway for folks who couldn't go through it with their team. And then we also encouraged teams to go through the whole journey. And, and so it was really building that that framework 
And really, honestly, over time, if I can say one of my biggest lessons was just be ready to be iterative. Try not to to tackle everything at yeah. once because I will own that there was some delay in getting some things off the ground because I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted it to just land, yeah. not with a thud. I wanted it to be like, ah, you know, like right out the <laughs> gate, just this big, the sun shining through reveal. Um, uh-huh. But that's not realistic. And it's it's quite counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And so, fortunately, I had yeah. amazing leadership um, who who really kind of helped me grow in that area. And so that was that was a really big that was a really big part of the strategy that made a difference was get it out there, um, be willing to iterate. Yeah. It's it's I'm really proud to look at what we put out in the first year versus the third, um, and it's just chipping away over time. We and so part of that strategy was getting feedback constantly, constantly reviewing feedback, mm. not just of the learners, but of the facilitators. We did leverage a peer facilitator yeah. model. Um, so you find people who are passionate nice. about the subject matter mm. and they're not getting paid extra to do this. They are doing this because they love it. And you can't buy that. Right. You can't pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. can't you cannot. Have a place you it cannot. Yeah. You cannot. <laughs> and so if I were to zoom out and just kind of give that at a high level, it was it was identifying what speaks to our learners. And assessments was a great avenue. It was mm-hmm. very popular. Identify an assessment that helps our helps to focus on who someone is rather than changing who they are. How do we use who you are? And right. Clifton Strengths is founded on that. Right. And I, I can, again, I can talk yeah, more yeah. about that, but um, I can really talk more about that. <laughs> and then it's, we know we can't control how learners learn, but how do we make it so that they are being given the best chance possible? Right. How do we shepherd them yeah. so that or almost wrangle them? Right. So like, Hey, let's put a high pathway over here. Uh, let's put a, let's put a learning pathway for leaders over here with some extra tools. Let's, let's, um, uh, create two courses to kind of help them spread it out and creating a learning journey. Um, right. And the level of yeah. success, you know, it's, it's int- interesting. Um, uh, at this rate, by the end of the second year, it became the most popular, our pathways became the most popular pathways at the company. Um, they wow. were by, by a mile. Um, and yeah. the, you know, we track our learning programs by NPS, um, really making sure that, you know, net promoter score, making sure that, you know, kind yep. of seeing how they're performing mm-hmm. and of all the enterprise offerings, um, you know, offered not just within the line of business, but across the entire company, it had the second highest, mm-hmm. uh, NPS, uh, across the entire enterprise. And so, yeah. People outside of that, people love it. It's, 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 it's making a difference. Uh, we do know that through the conversations, through the data that we gather. Um, mm. and so I think the biggest challenge now is looking at, okay, how do we integrate this into our formal development, into our talent and performance mm. management? Yep. And that's a whole new, that's a whole new journey, but <laughs> the grassroots approach, it worked. Yeah. People s- scooped it up. Um, Southwest did a very similar thing. If you, if you look up, you know, how they mm-hmm. expanded, they just needed an executive sponsor and we got one, right? We, we got yeah. leaders, yeah. um, who we got uh, executives who are like, I want this for my organization. You know, I want this for my team. Yeah. 
Uh, and it was all from just building this learning portfolio and pushing it out to people and they took care of the rest. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, what yeah. amazing results. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Perfect change yep. management, right? Implementation. You had your strategy, you have your yep. lessons learned. And I amazing think what, success. I, I totally agree. And I think what really strikes me here is that you're your approach to innovation was really yes. human centered. Yes. So it was about all of yep. the people who were involved. Yes. It was individuals and groups. It was, up, it was about buy-in. It was about securing enough support for people, helping them feel yeah. ownership over yeah. it. That is also where you tend to get the buy-in. I feel like this is such a good example of what it means to bring people along with you and in fact, encourage them to drive the experience for themselves. Something yes. that can go very wrong with innovation, but something that I think you did incredibly well. Here. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Which? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, that's hey, why we have you, you on here. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, that's why I, I just absolutely love this story. I really so appreciate yeah. that. You know, and, and, and I think human centered, I mean, again, it's built into the company's DNA, right? Right in the mission is yeah. humanity. And um, one of the things that to speak to what you just shared there, Stephanie, about that ownership, right? Um, yeah. We, one of the recent uh, this year, you know, like evolutions we had to make was, people are doing this with or without us. They are, they are taking this and they're like, I'm going to lead a workshop. And so again, how do we shepherd? We can't control, but how do we, how do we shepherd (laughs) them? And so we built a team meeting guide. We built a tool for the learning consultants in the lines of business to better support their own, um, their, you know, to better support their clients in leading these workshops or even potentially lead their own workshops. And it got to the point where, we had so much buy-in from some of our learning partners that they were creating their own workshops to take some of the pressure off of our mm-hmm. peer-led courses. Um, cause ours were a little rigid. Mm-hmm. It nice. has to be two hours. We can't change the, it's too sure. much uh, sure. personalization. We're, we're with small team. Um, and so they'd be like, okay, well, I have a VP who wants one hour and they don't want to do all this stuff. They want to do this. And we advise, we consult, but they'd run with it. And that I think was the biggest, it's now at a point now where we can kind of do this um, and let things run. The only thing I will say is the next step now in the strategy is investing in those um, key partners, learning partners to make, Mm -hmm. to make them smooth. And and we've already uh, worked with Gallup to make certain, uh, they have this amazing strengths champions course um, where they teach yeah. people, they even give, they, they even give them coursework to be able to lead a workshop. And so wow. I feel like that's really going to be the final thing that says, you know what, this thing is on, I don't want to say autopilot, but it's cruising, you know? Mm, nice. And I think it's such a good example too, in that especially in larger organizations, but smaller ones as well, you are going to have pockets of innovation that pop Mm -hmm. up. Sometimes they are connected or because of another innovative process that's happened. Other times they might look or feel disconnected. But what I love about what you just shared is that you saw innovation happening around you. You didn't try to shut it down or morph it in with what you were doing. You provided supports Mm -hmm. for it. So that innovation was still driven. It was still connected. You provided good opportunities for alignment. Mm 
but people still had that sense of ownership. They were still yeah. contributing. They were taking these wonderful processes and these tools and they were making yeah. it theirs to, you know, to help support whatever it was that they were working on. I just, yeah. I, I think that that's such a great example of how you can help to build and foster mm -hmm. that mindset in a number of different ways. I mean, yeah. that is, that's just such I a love cool that. And, I, and I will say that that was, um, that was definitely one of the biggest things at the outset, right? Anytime we would talk with our consultants, yeah. we would always say, we would constantly say, I do not own Clifton Strengths at, at this company, right? That is, that is, sure. I am not the owner. <laughs> um, I own the learning program. Yeah. You do whatever you want yep. with it, but I'd love to consult Absolutely. and I'd love to support you. Um, yeah. And so it was, it was really amazing to kind of see that consultancy really take the forefront. Yeah. And that's nice. such a big part of innovation yep. too. Oh no. gosh, this is <laughs> such a great example. I know. Now, Mike, I know people yes. are going to want to know more. So yes. what are some ways before we get to your yes. final piece of advice, what are some ways maybe that people can contact you like maybe through LinkedIn or absolutely. So you way? can find me, I think we'll provide the link out, uh, but you'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, Mike yeah. young, um, the picture that I believe we'll be using for this, uh, for this episode will also be the same picture. I'm just kind of looking off really happy. Like, yep, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, Look for that, for Mike, that young. Mike young. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, that, that will definitely be the best way to get a hold of me. I, I, every day I spend time on there. Um, and, uh, I would, you know, I would also say if you, if you want to learn more and I, I'm happy to share more about my journey and my experience, um, if you want to learn more about Clifton Trace as a whole, I cannot, I cannot more, uh, uh, with more enthusiasm, uh, endorse Gallup. Mm -hmm. They, they are incredible mm -hmm. vendor partners and, they, we worked yeah. together to craft that strategy that, that, and, and we would check in constantly. And so reach out mm -hmm. to Gallup, uh, go to the website. They have lots there of information, but definitely just reach out and just say like, Hey, I'm curious about this for my organization. Um, and, uh, but I, again, you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'm very happy to kind of, whether it's a small organization or a larger one, help you kind of map out what this might look like, uh, and, and how, how it yeah. might fit your organization. Yeah. Oh, I love awesome. that. You've motivated me to add that to uh, my product. Fantastic. Yes. Here. <laughs> well, you can find me on LinkedIn and Mike Young. Please feel free to reach out. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is your final piece of advice for yeah. our listeners and viewers? You know, you nailed it earlier when you said human centered. Um, my final piece of advice, I was thinking, you know, do I want to be more technical? No, it's, 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 it's really about getting out of your own way. Um, don't be afraid mm. to change how people see the world. Um, yeah. Clifton Strengths yeah. and is is a tool to promote the strengths mindset. And the strengths mindset, the strengths approach, is for me where the beauty lies. Um, it impacts my life mm. to this in this exact moment. You know, coming into this podcast, mm. I looked at how can I, what can I pull out of my toolkit to really help me be successful here. And so the reason I say that is. Um, there was a video I watched, I believe his name was Drew Dudley. It's a TEDx talk, um, thought the lollipop moment. Yeah. Um, yes, and he says indeed. something to the effect of there's no w world, there's just 7 billion perceptions of what the world is. And if you change it for one mm. person, you've changed the whole thing as far as they're concerned. And so yeah. that was our mission going into this effort was how do we make people's lives better? How do we make someone's 
life better. And, you know, it's very easy to listen to the criticisms and give them the most weight. But when you get that, Hey, this changed something for me. I never thought of it this way. Mm. Cherish that. Mm-hmm. Use that as the yes. fuel that it is. That is worth 10 negative, <laughs> 10, 10 negative pieces of feedback. You have to hold on to that. So don't be afraid to change yeah. how people see the world and don't, don't be discouraged when. I'm going to say when it doesn't go amazingly perfect right out of the gate. <laughs> that's, that's advice to myself. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's advice a, to all of us. All of us. Yes. <laughs> we all need that. Well, thank you, Mike, for joining us today and Absolutely. sharing your wisdom. It's been fun. I appreciate really you has. all so yeah. much. Oh, and of course, thank you to our viewers and listeners as well. We hope to see you in the next episode. We hope you learned a lot from today's episode. 